Welcome to the Alchemy Archetypes and Ascension podcast. I'm your host, Jess Beard. I believe we can change the world if we all concentrate on ascending into the greatest versions of ourselves in this lifetime. All episodes and interviews are to inspire and educate us to transform. I want to explore spirituality, 5D and quantum shifting, health, mindset, business and more. If you need to transform any error in your life, then I want to be talking about it. So you have survived a narcissist. What do you do next? Well, before we get into that, I just wanted to say something. This video was inspired by a lovely lady who reached out to me on my Facebook business page. And I don't say this enough, so I want it to be really clear. I love hearing from people. I love hearing from my viewers, reading comments, interacting and building a community. But I am also very aware that sometimes you have experiences or observations or your situations, you know, you want to keep things private. And this is my invitation that if you do not want to publicly comment on my stuff about something that's personal, you can always reach me on my Facebook business page or my Instagram or head over to my website. I'm very approachable and I would love to hear from you. So I just wanted to be very clear with that invitation because, you know, when you do a lot of videos and podcast posts and blogs and you've been doing this for a while, you sometimes forget to extend the invitations because you feel like it's such a common thing that you, you forget. And I'm aware that there's new viewers and there's new people coming into my vortexes and communities all the time. And I should be a little bit more vigilant in inviting people. So I had a lovely lady who watched my video about we have so many narcissists in our world, why I feel like there's they're breeding and multiplying at the speed of light. It gave her a huge epiphany because she has just survived a very narcissistic situation. She was looking at, like, why did this happen to me? And she knows she needs to heal. And the video kind of just found her at the right time in the right way, which, let's be honest, spirit's speaking to us a lot directly through the internet these days. And that's how a lot of my content finds people. And it's also how I find, you know, the next things that I need in my life. So I'm going to put the link to the video below for that um, narcissist video if you haven't seen it already so you know what I'm referencing and these two videos are very much going to be linked and these two episodes are going to be linked so to take an entire video and shorten it into a little few sentences my belief is that we have more and more narcissists in our society because we have a lot lack of respect for the individual we don't know how to ask and set up boundaries we are afraid to be politically incorrect we're afraid of saying the wrong thing and we're always going to be so polite and we we're not honoring ourselves and the more we do that 
the more we open ourselves up to narcissists coming into our lives. And the lady commented how it was such a huge epiphany for her because she knew that she's just survived an extremely narcissistic relationship. But anyone that has survived narcissistic abuse, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's your parents, your workplace, your friends, you know how the narcissist gradually erodes your sense of reality. You can get incredibly gaslighted. You you don't know who you are anymore. You've slowly lost all sense of who you are or even worse, being told who you are is uh, awful and all these bad things and you have to unwire and unprogram all the abusive patterns and belief systems that the narcissist has instilled in you so she said the big epiphany for her was not only did she know that she needed to heal that's that's very very obvious but she didn't really know what had caused the narcissist to come into her life and I just want to state that even the strongest most incredibly brave and like person with the best of childhoods can still have a narcissist come in if they don't really know what to look out for if they don't really know to be healthy with their boundaries to have expectations and fundamental needs and if they're not met then I'm not gonna keep being polite to this person they're not good for me. They're not matching my expectations. They're not matching my needs and goodbye. Narcissists not are just attracted to women. We hear a lot of women who are in narcissistic relationships, but I have helped just as many men and no men who have extraordinarily narcissistic ex-wives. Clients have had both narcissistic mothers and narcissistic fathers. This is not a gender-based equation. This is an archetypal pattern. You can have a narcissist child. You can have a, a narcissist that actually has it as a taught behavior, and I think that's how you're actually supposed to speak, and they go into their 20s, and then all of a sudden they have to learn that, you know, this behavior is not appropriate. There's something wrong with me, and there's something wrong with my parents. What I want this episode to be about is the exploring of what to do next and to flip the script a little bit. A lot of people who come out of narcissistic relationships feel absolutely shattered and broken. But I need to remind you that the warrior archetype is the highest aspect of the victim. It's the archetype that pulls you up out of the victim. And you might think to yourself, oh, my God, I don't like the word victim. But anybody who has been a survivor of narcissism has experienced being the victim. And to get yourself out of that situation, to get yourself out of the relationship, you might have had to go to the absolute umpth degree. You might have had to have almost like a military battle plan in order to get out, your escape plan. 
you might have had a narcissist who's more self-centered and they're not malignant they're not like the sociopathic styled they have a they're just kind of like well I'll move on and they're extraordinarily self-centered they'll take all of your furniture your curtain rods uh, your ice cubes they'll take everything but they don't turn it into this absolute battle which the sociopathic or the malignant narcissist will they like to make you suffer for a long time the really extreme ones it doesn't matter what level of narcissist you've had whether you've survived a sociopathic or more of the mid-ranged extraordinarily self-centered the key here is your warrior you have survived and i love helping my clients to see that anyone that survives this form of abuse has the strongest warrior the energy of conviction and courage is just instinctive it's there a lot of people who have no trauma who've had no abuse who are had a fairly comfortable life with just a few little roadblocks and a few little things that hit them they have to work harder to get into their warrior, to have the courage to change their life, to have the conviction to keep on going no matter what. But somebody who has survived narcissists have learned that intrinsically. It's so embedded into them to be such a strong warrior. And this is where I really want you to flip that script on, yes, you might have been the victim of a narcissist, but you have the blueprint of the ultimate warrior archetype. And you can utilize that energy to transform your life. You want to start your own business? Oh, my God. You survived a narcissist. You can survive all the things that comes up with that. You want to go back and start studying an entire new degree, the age of 40 or 50. Another three years, four years at university. You survived a narcissist. That's nothing. You can do that easy. You want to change your job, leave a company that you've been with for 20 years because you no longer like the culture. They've changed over time. They don't respect you. They don't value you or their values have turned more capitalistic and no longer something that you gel with. You survived a narcissist. You can easily go get another job. When you are coming out of a narcissistic relationship, most people go, I'm broken, I don't know who I am, I need to heal. And yes, those things are all valid and true, but you are also so goddamn strong, like amazing, and you can utilize that. So you've got to heal, but you're going to activate the warrior and do the work that needs to heal. The next step that you need to look at is the empowerment issues. How did I allow the narcissist into my life? No one else can take ownership of this but yourself. And it could be a gradual thing. You need to look at it. Look at the process. How did I allow them in? Am I a people pleaser? Am I a super generous person? And it's so normal for me to just do things because I love being of service that 
I became attractive to that person because they wanted to use me and I've allowed myself to be used. You must take ownership of the aspects. Nobody likes this part of the journey. Where did you start to give your power away? Is it a belief system? Did one of your parents, did one of your teachers at school set up a worthiness issue where you didn't feel worthy? You didn't feel like you could do this thing that you're wanting. And the narcissist was able to come in and just keep on feeding that self-worth and, and disbelief in yourself. Is that how you allow them in? Have you had nothing but abuse your entire life? Incredibly horrific childhood, teenage years straight into um, narcissistic relationships because you don't know what a healthy relationship is. So that requires, with your incredible warrior, tremendous amounts of healing on trauma, inner child work, understanding the mother and father wounds, the ultimate journey of self-love and self-nurturing because no one else has gave it to you in your entire life and you actually don't know how to love yourself or what love is supposed to feel like or how to nurture yourself or what even is a good feeling. If your abuse is that long, you still have to go through this ownership phase where you look and go, oh, my God, I don't know what a healthy boundary is. No one's ever taught me it. I've never felt worthy. You need to look and go, oh, my God, Did is one of my parents set this up? They just constantly in their own smothering narcissistic need set me up to feel like this is normal. And you've never actually looked at where parents and, and judged them for what is. I sort of I sort of pause here for a second and say, you're not an adult until you can look at your parents and realize they are their own archetypal patterns, belief systems, and they're not perfect. You can be in your 30s, your 50s, your 70s before you actually grow up to that to that final stage archetypally where you accept your parents for the patterns that they have and a lot of people will put their parents on a pedestal that they don't even want to be on it's a lot of cultural programming where you must respect your elders you must respect your parents even though your parents have done nothing to earn your respect they don't even know what that word is you need to look at these things you need to own them do you have cultural programmings and cultural patterns where you do have to respect your elders, your parents, but they've, they can be extraordinarily narcissistic and have sorted all these problems? Is there huge cultural aspects that you need to look at? These are not easy questions, but this is what you need to be doing after you survive your narcissist because if you don't do this work you will attract another one and another one and another one so my greatest advice is to go on a self journey an odyssey of self-love and empowerment 
where you learn to love yourself and become so confident and empowered in your sovereignty that you would never allow yourself to become the victim of a narcissist ever again. Educate yourself on what narcissists do. Educate yourself on the red flags, but also educate yourself on your patterns. If you're an empath, what does that mean? How do you protect yourself? Are you just going to go through life and accept that you're an emotional sponge and you're going to take everyone else's stuff and that's you're going to live out the next 40 years like that and you're not going to do anything about it? You need to look at yourself and you also need to remember at all stages how strong you are. Remember the ultimate warrior. I want you to think if you're a woman, you're a mixture of Xena warrior princess and Wonder Woman. If you're a man, you're a mixture of the Terminator and Conan the Barbarian and Rambo. Like the ultimate feisty warriors. Think of Sparta the Spartans. Think of Superman, Captain Marvel. Look at these incredible warrior archetypes that are in our mythology, modern day and ancient, and realize that when you survive a narcissist, you are tapping into that level of warrior. And you can look at all the hard parts of your life. You can own the parts and you can do this because I don't want to see anyone keep going back into allowing more and more narcissists into their lives. So I'm now going to invite you into a few different things that might help you. I'm going to put links down below and there is free resources and there is paid courses that I have created. You can join my free Facebook group. There's also a free webinar which helps people to understand the cost of people-pleasing. There's also a course, Stop Your People Pleaser, which is only $27. And then there is a Empower the Empath course, which is $97. If you have people-pleasing issues, and I am a reformed people-pleaser, it is the sneakiest form of self-abuse because you spend so much time, effort and energy on other people being that chameleon, being that shapeshifter and transforming into what all these other people need that you absolutely lose sight of yourself. You don't know who you are. You don't know what your values are. You don't know how to assert a boundary if your life depended upon it. You don't know how to say no. That means you are ripe for all the narcissists to come and pluck you up. This person doesn't even know how to say no. I'm not being judgmental. I people-pleased chronically from a young age to when I was about 30. And it caused all kinds of interesting um, aspects to my life. And I didn't know who I was or what I wanted by the end of it. I had the most insidious inner critic. My inner dialogue 
was revolting. I was so nasty to myself, diabolical. And a lot of people misunderstand the empath. That's why I created the course. It's actually two boot camps that I did. One, empowering the empath, and the second one, protecting the empath. So it talks about the archetypes of the empath, the narcissist, and the energy vampire, and then the three phases that an empath will forget to shield themselves and why. When, when and how do they need to protect themselves? And we really go into how an empath needs to protect themselves. And then there is a bunch of meditations and energy tools to help you to heal your aura, to protect yourself, to really have those tools to support you. So like there's well over six hours worth of content in that Empower the Empath course. Now, these are just two areas that I have identified a lot of people falling victim to narcissists, but there's way more than that. And you need to do the work. You need to look at your patterns, look at your belief systems, look at your childhood, look at your influences. Are you in a church or a group or a workplace that is disempowering you and you don't feel confident to step up and say, I actually don't believe what you're saying or I don't believe in this, I don't want to be doing this and you're suppressing yourself so much. It means you're ripe, ripe for a narcissist to come in because you don't know how to stand up for yourself. I know that this has been a bit of a heavy topic. We need to be having these conversations. We need to be having these discussions. We need to be looking at what do we do next? Otherwise, you're just going to remain in your victim and attract another narcissist. So I hope you found some inspiration in this. I hope you have found some epiphanies some aha moments please let me know in the comments below if you want to keep it private please message me on facebook or instagram and know that i want to be your biggest cheerleader i am incredibly passionate about helping people who have been the victims of narcissists we have all experienced it we have all had aspects where They've, they've almost destroyed our lives. They can come in like a wrecking ball, turn family members against family members, implode a plan for an entire family from the inside. So I hope you're inspired, though. I look forward to your comments, and I hope this has helped. Bye for now.